This is Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to an ordinary conversation with God, so we might hear the presence of God in our daily life. Today we read from 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul marvels that his own frail body and afflicted life are the means by which God shares the news of God's glorious self-revelation in Jesus Christ. He is drawing the contrast between the knowledge of the glory of God present in Jesus Christ and the medium through which God has chosen to spread that knowledge and experience of glory. Christ is the human face of God, glorious and yet accessible to our unveiled faces. Ironically, God is making this news known through a life like Paul's. What words or thoughts capture your attention as you listen? Let us now listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 through 12. We do not preach ourselves. Instead, we preach about Jesus Christ as Lord, and we describe ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. God said that light should shine out of the darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay pots, so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we are not knocked out. We always carry Jesus' death around in our body so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We who are alive are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. In 1989, the Minnesota Vikings felt they were one player away from a Super Bowl team. A thousand miles away, Jimmy Johnson, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, was lost in futility. His team was so bad, they needed to do something desperate. Unfortunately, they only had two players on their roster anyone else wanted. Johnson tried to trade his top receiver, Michael Irvin, but Oakland Raiders owner Al Davis talked him out of it. Davis told Johnson, who are you going to throw the ball to? That left the Cowboys with one player to trade, 
Herschel Walker. Vikings general manager Mike Lynn saw in Herschel Walker the one missing piece to a Super Bowl team and made the trade. In the end, the Minnesota Vikings received one player who never lived up to the hype. The Cowboys, on the other hand, turned the trade into 11 players in a Super Bowl dynasty. The deal remains one of the most painful memories in Minnesota Viking history and left a stain on the career of a very gifted football executive. Reading Second Corinthians this morning reminded me a song we used to sing at camp, Trading My Sorrows. The song, written by Darrell Evans, was based on the scripture passage. It opens with the words, I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. My question is, where do Vikings fans go to make that trade? Last month, I read Daniel Maurer's book, Endure. In the book, Maurer explains the stories of seven people talking about resilience. It's about the power of various spiritual assets to help people traumatized find the ability to endure. One story I found fascinating was the story of Hunter, an Iraq war veteran. While on patrol in Baghdad, a group of soldiers was caught off guard by an explosion. The enemy had turned an entire building into a bomb. The subsequent blast resulted in heavy casualties and trauma for the soldiers who dealt with the aftermath. Hunter was one soldier who did not experience typical PTSD reactions. The event left him traumatized, but he found healing in his Cherokee roots. Hunter called it thinking Cherokee. Professionals call it the Cherokee Harmony Ethic. At the core of this ethic is acceptance. One accepts the good with the bad and considers it all part of the story. Second Corinthians really never talks about trading anything. It communicates something very similar to thinking Cherokee. That is, you will never control what happens to you, but you can control your response. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We carry with us death so life might be visible. Good and bad, it's all part of the story. But it's a story of hope and life, and it is a story we shouldn't trade away. difficult experience would you like to trade for a good one? And how has that experience helped shape you as a person? How might acceptance help you endure trauma? Where can the death and life of Jesus help you live differently? invite you to place your difficult experiences into God's hands at this time. Ask the Lord for the power to give you the strength to see life and love in all things.
Let's listen one more time to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 through 12. We do not preach ourselves. Instead, we preach about Jesus Christ as Lord, and we describe ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. God said that light should shine out of the darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay pots, so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we are not knocked out. We always carry Jesus' death around in our body so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We, who are alive, are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. Let us pray. God of hope, you try to turn our attention away from our failings to see the abundant life you provide. Teach us not to accept evil, but to accept there is a bigger thing going on than what we can see. You have more than the words of eternal life. You are the source of all life, and it is you who continually and freely pour out that life in us. Amen. Now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. And may this almighty God, creator, redeemer, and sustain you, bless you now and forever. Amen.